You're listening to Fit Girl, Your Guide to Getting in Shape. This is podcast episode number 230. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. In this episode, set yourself up for success with a five-step process, more recipes for healthy snacks, and fitness challenges. Are they right for you? Well, first of all, I want to ask how your no cardio challenge went last week. Did you actually have workouts without any cardio? Did you use the weight training at a pace that would get your cardiovascular system going and get you sweating and get you burning a lot more calories? I want to hear from you. Now, you can post comments on Facebook, Twitter, or on the blog, or send me an email, but I want to know... Were you brave enough to take that challenge? Because I know that can be a scary step, especially when you're used to doing a lot of cardio. Um, I know it was for me, but I also know that, you know what, when I stopped doing cardio, I started really changing my metabolism and things became a lot easier as far as weight control. So you got to give it a shot. Now, the second thing I want to go over is that uh, the Quick Fit Club is almost ready to totally reboot. And if you don't know what that is, it well, first of all, you can visit quickfitclub.com. Um, it will redirect you to a site that has the videos on there. And what it is is a club where each month your workouts change. Now, there are video workouts, so all you have to do is turn it on and we'll be working out together using some of the principles that I talk about when we're doing our podcast, the supersets and light and heavy weights and the ball and the band. And it's a different workout each day and also going on the realm of repeating a workout for a certain period of time to let your body adapt to it, which is how you make progress. There would actually be four different workouts and you would do them once a week for four weeks. That way your body has a chance to adapt and change. But the first time you do a workout, usually you're figuring it out. The second time you kind of know what weights you're using. And then the third and fourth time you're pushing yourself to do a little bit more, whether it's with weight or with repetitions. Now, one of the things that we're kind of debating is doing it the same format that I just explained or doing two workouts that you would do twice a week. So for example, you do the same workout on Monday and Thursday and the same one on Tuesday and Friday, but you would be doing them for two weeks instead of doing them for four. So I guess it kind of works out to the same thing. You're still doing one workout four times because you need that for your body to change, but you're just kind of changing it up more frequently. Now, this is where you come in because, of course, we need your help and your input is really important. There is a survey for this to choose which format you would prefer, uh, along with some other questions. Um, There's only about six questions, so it'd take you like two seconds. So go to the fitgirlguide.blogspot.com and you'll see the link to the Quick Fit Reboot survey and go ahead and hit that because you know what, we're almost wrapping it up. Um, We've got some made both ways and I have a feeling we're probably gonna end up alternating but just really wanna see how your response is. 
And uh, we should be ready to go next month. So just in time for the holidays so you don't have any excuses. You can just open your computer or your iPad or tablet or whatever you have and get a workout done. And of course, you know that it will be a quality workout because you'll be working out with me and we'll be only doing the most effective exercises. Of course, it's not going to be any fluff, fluff, fluff leg lifts or anything like that. So you know you're going to get the most bang for your time. One of the things we want to add is a weekly webinar or chat or um, Google Hangout, some sort of accountability where you can check in with me, ask me questions if you have any about the program or just about things in general, whether it's um, different eating situations or what you should eat if you go to a certain restaurant, things like that, that will help keep you on track. So if there's enough interest in doing those live, then absolutely, we're going to set that up. It might take a little bit longer. We might actually have, you know, to revise it a little bit, but you know how nothing ever goes right the first time. But anyway, that is also in that questionnaire. So, so give me your input um, because these workouts are for you and I want to make sure that they're ones that you're going to be able to use and of course benefit from. Since motivation seems to be the, the biggest problem for most people in getting their workouts done, I'm going to give you a, a five-step process to almost ensure that you're going to be successful with whatever you do. Now, this is kind of like a resolution. I mean, think about resolutions as not being only for the new year. Resolutions are just goals, um, things you want to change, and you can make them any time of the year. So keep in mind, these could be you, you revising your goals, coming up with some new goals. Um, there's just anything that you want to accomplish. So these steps are really easy and they're very effective and practical too. You may not want to take the time to do them, but it only takes maybe five minutes to be honest with you. And a lot of it has to do with committing to paper, writing things down. I mean, that's simple enough, right? But it makes a huge impact on whether you achieve something or not. So let's just roll right into this. The first step you want to take is you want to actually acknowledge your achievements. Now, this is also something I recommend because you need to be happy with what you've accomplished. You need to give yourself a pat on the back for what you've accomplished. Maybe you didn't reach your end-all goal, but that doesn't mean that you didn't achieve something. So take a few minutes to think about the last six months or 12 months or even your whole life and write some of the high points down. I know we kind of tend to go towards the negative, so don't worry about that right now because there's always ways to improve. But, you know, spend a good five minutes going over your past achievements, you know, what, you've, uh, what you've been able to complete or accomplish. So maybe it doesn't have to be weight-related. It could be maybe you um, did a five-mile walk or maybe you did a 10K or maybe you just committed to parking far away at the shopping mall and walking a little bit more. I mean, any little thing. And this is also that, that pat on the back that you need. And when you're feeling low and you're feeling like you don't want to go work out, it's a list that you should go to because it'll remind you that, you know what, you can succeed. You just have to keep pushing on and keep moving towards your goal. So there's three questions that you're going to want to write down on your journal, goal paper, whatever you want to call it. And the first one would be my biggest achievements in the last year, six months, or whatever you want to use were, 
So you're going to list your biggest achievements and you don't have to list every single one. You could list maybe your top three. And then the next question you need to answer would be some of the things I wanted to achieve but didn't are, and again, just three of them is enough. I mean, there's so much that we can pile on, but we have to focus somewhere. And then the third question, very important, what stopped me from achieving those things was fill in the blank. Now, it might be time, it might be lack of knowledge, um, might be motivation, it might be uh, other things came that were more important. Whatever the case may be, write that down. So this is also something when you are lacking some motivation that you can go to. And that way you can see, hey, I've accomplished some of these. No, I haven't accomplished those, but I can still do them. They're still achievable. And then it's not so scary because you have some success in your life to look back on. Now in step two, you're going to actually create your future. And this is partly visualization, but you're going to actually write it down because that's going to make it that much more powerful. So when you're sitting there going through these three questions about your achievements and realizing that, you know what, I've accomplished some things, therefore I can make it happen, you're going to start to put together the pieces of how to make it happen. Now, in the Fitness Makeover Workshop, we discuss recognizing when you can and cannot control something. And it sounds simplistic, but it's a really great tool for stress management and also for your daily task management, because sometimes you get stressed out over things that you really, really can't control. So think about what you can control, which is yourself. To some degree, I know sometimes uh, things come up that you have to help other people and that messes up your workout and you know then you get off track, but it doesn't have to really damage everything. So when going through these things, you're going to write down three items, actually three columns if you're using paper or maybe three index cards or just three separate pieces. And you're going to list them as same, better, or best. So these are going to be your vis visualization storylines. Okay, You're going to go through what you want to change or what you want to do or accomplish or maybe even new habits. And you're going to make a big list of all of those. And you probably already did on the previous question. But if you didn't, make some more. And you're going to write down, do you want these things to be the same? Do you want them to be better? And what do you want to be best? What areas of your life do you want to really improve? So for example, because I know it can be kind of weird to think it out, <laughs> you're going to say something like, in the next year, I would like these areas to be the same. Uh, my family, my friends, my home environment. In the next year, I would like these areas to be better. My social life, my health and fitness activities, or you know, making sure I go to the gym. And the last one, in the next year, I would like these areas to be the best. Well, relationships, career, personal growth. So that would be someone's example. So now that you have the areas that you know you want to be the same, you want them to be better, or you want them to be the best, now you need to write your own script for that to happen. Basically, you're going to paint your own picture of yourself in those situations because you need to see yourself achieving something in order to really have it sink into your subconscious and 
make it happen. That's the motivation behind what you're trying to achieve. So once you've written all those out, you see what I mean? You have to take the time to do this. Otherwise, it's not going to work. So if you've been you know, lacking in motivation or really just can't seem to accomplish your goals, then take the time to write these things out. Okay, number three, make it feel real. So now that you've painted your picture, you definitely want to see yourself acting through these things. You want to feel how you would feel if you accomplished this or how you would feel as you're accomplishing whatever you're setting out to do. Now, your imagination and your subconscious mind is very powerful, and it's certainly very powerful to your success. You know, your subconscious mind is always working. It's always on. And you need to feed it the statements that are going to support you. Now, this is mindset. That's what mindset is all about. And it is certainly vital to your success in anything you do. Now, again, going back to the Fitness Makeover Motivation Workshop, we go into real depth on how the subconscious mind works and how it controls many of your actions without you even knowing it. And yes, those are sometimes called habits, and they can be good or bad. Now, of course, you're also going to find some information on this and ways to reprogram your subconscious mind in my Mindset Makeover book. There's different steps that you can take to make it easier for you to think the way that you should that supports your goals. Now, because what you think creates your reality, and of course, that's whether you're, what you're thinking is right or wrong, it's still going to be your reality. Your next part, your next activity is to create what is called a vision board. And some people um, might call it a motivation board, but basically it's where you take pictures that represent what your achievement might look like or feel like, make it a collage, go through some old magazines. It doesn't have to be a skinny person or a scale, or it could be something simple like um, the Eiffel Tower. You know, maybe you've always wanted to get in shape to be able to walk around Paris and see the Eiffel Tower. I mean, things that are going to trigger in your subconscious mind what your goal is and that you want to achieve it. While you're cutting these out and making your collage, also use this time to really reflect on what you want to achieve and how success will feel to you and how you will feel when you reach that point. Step four is to prepare yourself for the journey because, of course, anything that you want to achieve is going to take time and that's a journey through time to get to where you want to be. And whenever you try to change something, if your goal is to change some habits, you're going to have some resistance. It's natural. Your body and your mind a lot of times just resist anything that is a change or anything that's different. And a lot of times that's where your self-sabotage comes in because your mind and body want to stay in their comfort zone. They don't want to change, then they'll do whatever they can to keep you where you are right now. Basically, they want to follow the path of least resistance. But if you want things to be different, if you want your body to change, then your habits need to change and your choices are going to change. Now, they might just be a small alteration like confirming that you're going to go to the gym three times this week instead of just two, but still those are changes and those are habits. Now this is also where writing things down makes a huge difference. Writing not only helps to get it into your brain further, but it also solidifies your desire for action. So each step of this you've taken into some sort of writing. 
And that's helping you through the whole journey. Now, the best way, obviously, is to have a journal to keep all of this in one place. And that kind of goes along with your, your eating plan and writing down what you eat. You could keep it in that. You know you're much more apt to keep track of what you're eating if you have to write it down. So in your journal, or if you're using just regular paper, you're going to make a three-column section. And across that page, kind of like we did with the other uh, index cards, you're going to write for one column, change. The next one, the obstacle. And then the solution. So basically, you're going to find your own solution so that you don't have any self-sabotage that gets in the way of your goals. So in the first column, you're listing the changes that you'll need to make if you want to bring about these new goals. So whatever changes, uh, I need to wake up half an hour earlier, I need to eat more vegetables, um, whatever changes you need to make. Now in that second column, you want to write any obstacles that have come into your way in the past. So maybe in the past it was your schedule, or maybe you were, um, didn't set your alarm clock early enough. So obstacles that got in your way so that you didn't achieve these goals previously would go into that obstacle column. And then, of course, the last column is your solution. And yes, a lot of times you do have the solutions to a lot of these problems. You think you don't, but you know what? When you sit down and really brainstorm and you pretend like you're helping a friend with this, then you realize that, hey, there are solutions and they're kind of obvious. And you'll also notice that when there's a will, there's a way. So sometimes we make excuses and those become obstacles when in reality, we know there are just excuses. And if you would admit to that, then boom, you're already on your way to the solution. Now, if you have a hard time with this, go, like I said, and get a friend or pretend like you're doing this for a friend, because sometimes it's hard to do it for ourselves. Um, you could even have the accountability factor and have a friend do this with you at the same time and then swap papers so that each of you is kind of helping each other with the solution. And a lot of times it's more obvious to somebody else than it is to ourselves as far as the solution goes. Now, of course, here's your fifth step. I know it's actually only five steps, but it seems like you've done a lot of work. But you know what? All of that's going to pay off because it's going to help you focus and get where you want to go. Now, this is to prioritize and to go for it. So you have to summarize up all your goals. And remember, you're only picking two or three. I mean, you definitely don't want to go, go overwhelming on this. But the main word here is prioritize. You have to keep focused on what's important for turning all of your ideas and goals into action. So first things first, make your goals specific and realistic and achievable. Get that support person to help keep you on track. Or you can use me and contact through the Facebook or Twitter or email or however you want to get a hold of me. I think as we all know, accountability is a big factor. You know, knowing that you have to either see someone each week or each day uh, makes it much more likely that you're going to follow through. When we relaunch the Quick Fit Club, there's going to be a forum there. So you can also have that kind of private conversation about the different workouts that you're doing. And that way you've got some added accountability and I can check in and make sure uh, things are going well with everybody's workouts and things are understandable. So if they're not, you know, I make sure that we can correct those problems because, of course, we want to make sure that you get a good workout. Now, anyways, that's the accountability factor. So going back to a whole summary 
you can do anything you put your mind to it if you truly desire it. It's that, it has to be that burning desire where you wake up in the morning saying, I really want this, and you do what it takes to get there. I think you know by now that if getting in shape and looking lean was easy, everybody would be in shape. But when you start looking around and realize that there's not that many people in good shape, then you realize it is pretty difficult. And you might also notice that you're actually in really good shape already. And sometimes we get a little too picky when it comes to ourselves. And sometimes our goals should not be body related. They could be just being consistent with the gym or just walking a little bit more each day or maybe even encouraging a friend to get active with you or your kids or your spouse or you know anything. But ultimately, your workouts are for you. Don't do them for anybody else. They're going to make you feel better. They're going to make you feel good about yourself. And that's all you can control, you. So don't depend on other people to motivate you to get your workouts done. Get that motivation from inside by doing this five-step process. And that way, you won't have an issue with getting yourself to do what you need to do. And then you'll start achieving those goals. And then you'll find that it's just all snowballs. Once you start checking things off your list, you start achieving more and more and more. Now in nutrition, back to some of those healthy, easy snacks. And there's a bunch of these on here that are my personal favorites. Um, the first one being the, what you call silver dollar protein pancakes or just protein pancakes, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's a couple of different ways to make these. Um, this one would be about mixing four egg whites and a half a cup of oats, some low fat cottage cheese, and a little bit of baking powder and some vanilla extract. You'd be surprised vanilla extract or maple extract or any one of the different flavored extracts. A little bit goes a long way and really makes a difference in the flavor of things such as oatmeal and egg whites that can, oh, I don't know, sometimes be a little bland. Anyways, you want to mix it all together and get it on a, a hot pan or a preheated griddle, whatever you use, and cook it. Boom. Done. Add some uh, berries on top or bananas or whatever, and there you go. Now, there's another way to make it. It's probably not quite as tasty, but it's probably a little faster, um, and that would be to cook some oats and then take your egg whites, mix them into the oats until it gets kind of like runny, I guess, and use that like a pancake batter. So um, I know I've done that in the past where, we, where I would make just one big old pancake because it was just me. But if you're making it for other people, then of course you're going to make smaller ones. Anyways, play around with those. The exact recipe will be on the fitgirlguide.blogspot.com. And of course, if you make variations, please comment and let us know because we're always looking for something tasty. Now the next one, I like this one too, um, it's a bean and cheese quesadilla. Now there's a lot of things that can be done with tortillas and of course this being one, you could also call it a burrito if you want to roll it up, but either way, it's going to be healthy. So you can take some black beans and some salsa and some cheese and put it in a small tortilla. Now the great thing about salsa is you can use it on anything, on baked potatoes, on eggs, on chicken on anything and it's if you have make it fresh it's going to be basically calorie free I mean there's, there's not a whole lot of calories in it and it's going to add a lot of flavor now once you uh, put all this stuff into your flour tortilla you can stick it in a pan um, until the cheese is melted or you can stick it in the microwave either way 
you're going to have something that's tasty and different. Now you can also do that with egg whites or eggs instead of the beans. So like an egg and cheese breakfast burrito. Uh, you can put chicken in there, make it a chicken quesadilla. I mean, there's a million different ways that you can mix that up. So, you know, sometimes you're tired of having the same old stuff and there, you have some cheese, you have some chicken, you have a quesadilla and, you know, you feel like you're having something extra, maybe some salsa on top or enchilada sauce and now you've got a whole lot of flavor and you feel good about it because you know it's still going to be a lean meal. Okay, the next one is something I actually had this morning, um, a protein latte. Basically, if I go to Starbucks, I don't always end up drinking a whole cup of coffee, so I'll put it in the fridge and the next day I'll mix it with some water with my protein powder. And that way I get a little bit of a boost with some of the caffeine and it just it tastes tastes really good if you have uh, vanilla or chocolate or well whatever flavors you like to mix coffee with. Um, in this particular one, you can mix ice cubes, protein, um, and of course the coffee and boom into the blender. I don't usually use a blender because that's too much for me to clean. I just spoon it and there you go. Now, personally, I love that these things are quick and easy and, you know, with things that are usually around the house. Um, this next one might, you might not have these things around the house, but you never know. It's called the Overnight Choco Oats, and choco as in like chocolate. So it's a great prepackaged snack. That way you can kind of make it the night before and take it with you. You definitely want to use a, a container with a really nice, tight, secure lid. So you're going to take a half a cup of oats, a cup of non-dairy milk, and a couple of tablespoons of protein powder. Now some people like to add uh, walnuts or raisins or anything else into it, but basically mix it up, stick it in the refrigerator overnight or maybe for a few days. I mean, you can leave it there for however long you want. And um, there you're gonna have a nice sweet snack for the next day. That's something that you can definitely have on hand. You can add more protein to it. You can mix it up. It could be a breakfast. It could be a snack. Lots of different options. And it's great because you know what? Even if it's not fresh, it's still going to taste good. Now, I'm going to admit I have not actually tried this one, but I think I'm going to because it sounds really good. It's blueberry microwave muffins. And it sounds like it might be a lot of work, but it's not. You're actually just going to mix a quarter cup of quick cooking oats. Wow, that's tough to say. Quick cooking oats, some blueberries, a little bit of baking powder. I think that gives it the, the kind of the volume. Um, some ground flax or flax seeds, a little bit of cinnamon if you like that or nutmeg or whatever spices you want, a teaspoon of olive oil and two egg whites. Now, if you need to have some sugar there or whatever, you can put a little bit of a, a low-calorie sweetener, but a lot of times it'll come out sweet by itself, or you can add some of that extract that we used previously. So basically, you cook it in the microwave on high for about a minute, 45 seconds to a minute, and then you let it cool, and you're good to go. So you could just make one, or you can make a batch of them, or however you want to do it, but it's going to be quick and tasty. So I want to give that one myself a try. All the other ones I've had before, and they're all very good. So this one, I'm going to give a try, and I'll let you know next time uh, what I think of it. And you can do the same by leaving some comments here or on Facebook. And, you know, of course, any additions that you make or substitutions that you make, add those too so that we can all try them out as well. Now in training, it seems like lately every time I look around, there's a challenge for this or a challenge for that. 
and I'd like to know how you feel about those type of challenges. Have you actually done every one of them or some of them or none of them? Um, now, we're not talking about those everyday challenges like getting up and getting to the gym. We're talking about the fitness-related ones, the ones that are maybe like 21 days or 30 days or or even just 10 days or 7 days. Uh, if you have no idea of what I'm talking about right now, I'll give you some examples. There's the 21-day ab challenge. There's the no cardio challenge we did last week. Uh, things like the mud run. There's the 30-day water challenge where you only drink water for 30 days. Uh, you eat like a normal person. It's just that you don't drink sodas or anything like that. Um, anyways, the, the list goes on and on. So let me know if you've had any experience doing these types of challenges and if you liked them or if you didn't like them. And if you did like them, what did you like about them? And if you didn't like them, what didn't you like about them, basically? Um, some people find them very motivating and some people just find them one more thing they have to add to their list that they don't want to deal with. Now, a few years ago, I actually created a 21-day challenge to help spark motivation and jumpstart, you know, a fitness routine if you've gotten out of sync for a little bit. And my 21-day challenge is a little different than most of the other ones in that it features not just one challenge, but three. And of course, three in the areas that we focus on, motivation, nutrition, and training. And with this, each day you're emailed the challenge. So you really don't know beforehand what the next day's challenge is going to be. So I'm going to take an excerpt from that and let you know, for example, what, uh, let's see, this is day 13 of one of the challenges and kind of give you an idea. And that way you can make up your own challenges if you'd like, or you can get this 21 day one um, emailed to you. And either way, something that helps to spark or gives you a little bit extra motivation to do what you're supposed to do is something that's going to help you in the long run. So on this uh, day 13 of this challenge, you get an email and it's going to say, today your challenges are in motivation and training. So you'll find below that your first challenge, motivation, is focus. And it's going to remind you to be focused. And there's an article that I link to for you to read so that it helps you sharpen your focus. It gives you some more details on why you should be focusing and how to focus. And of course, reminding you not to sacrifice what you want most for what you want right now. And that's a perfect phrase to put on some of your goal boards or your vision boards. Don't sacrifice what you want most for what you want now. You might want a cookie now or a glass of wine, but you know what? That's not going to get you what you want most. When you achieve what you want most, then you can have all that kind of stuff. So on this day, you're focusing on your focus. <laughs> you're actually going to be really attuned to that. So you're paying attention to your thoughts and to everything that you're doing that day. Now, the challenge two is on training, and this is more specific. This is going to be training your arms and abs challenge. Well, I guess it's really just your workout, but it's going to be a challenge because you're going to have to do it. So I give you a workout that you need to complete. Now, at the beginning of the challenge, I've also given you a chart to check off the challenges as you go along. So then that way you can keep track, and also it's more motivation to say, you know, I want to get each one done. Now, the rules for working out are heavier weights, which means you have to push yourself, and you have to record your weights. 
because of course your goal is to increase a little bit of that lean muscle tissue that's going to melt the fat off and make you tighter but smaller. Now your other rules for this particular workout are no rest between any sets. The only rest you get is what it takes to get from one exercise to the next. Kind of like last week if you were doing the no cardio challenge. Now the combinations you're going to do is abdominal crunches on the stability ball for 10 repetitions and then bicep curls, hammer curls, supersetted with triceps press down and you can choose whichever bar you want. But you're definitely going to want to keep the ball and the weights close to the press down machine because you're going to be going through all those three exercises, 10 repetitions each with no rest in between, just as long as it takes you to get from the ball to pick up the dumbbells, from the triceps to the ball. So you're just moving constantly. Then you're going to do an additional two sets on the stability ball of 10 reps, and you're going to combine that with the lying tricep extension with either a dumbbell or a barbell on the stability ball. So now you don't have to move with the stability ball anymore because you're going to be using it. So when you do the any uh, lying exercises on the stability ball, you walk it out so that you have a nice tabletop position with your shoulders and neck comfortable on the ball. That's very important. If your head is not comfortable, if your neck is not comfortable on the, stabi the stability ball, you are not in the right place. You need to fix that. Okay, very, very important. Now, with that one, you're doing the same three sets of 10 with no rest at all. So you're actually going to end up going crunch, triceps, crunch, triceps. And after that, there's another two sets of the crunches. Yeah, so you're going to be doing a lot of stability crunches. And at the end of that, you're going to go jump on an elliptical trainer for 20 minutes of interval training. And yep, you got to record all of those and you need to record your elliptical trainer, the speeds and the levels you use. Because hopefully, if you're doing it right, you'll be getting stronger and the next time you do a workout such as this, or if you choose to say, hey, I'm going to pull this out of the, out of the hat and do this one today, um, you'll be able to look back and say, okay, this is the levels I need to use. And maybe you use them a little bit faster, higher, whatever, um, but at least you're not going to be doing less. And that's why it's very important to keep a workout log because you don't want to sit there and waste sets doing weights that are too easy. You want to be able to look back and say, oh, okay, yeah, last time I did 15 pounds for eight repetitions. Um, let me see if I can do 15 pounds for nine or 10 repetitions. And that's how you push yourself. But if you don't have that record, you're not going to remember. There's just way too much to remember. And you're going to end up starting with the eight pounds and then the 10 pounds and then the 12 pounds and realize that those are all too easy. So you definitely want to start with your strongest weights after your, your warmup. Now there's also a check-in either each day or each week and you will tally up the different completions that you have for each day. And the goal of doing the 21-day challenge is to do something for 21 consecutive days to form a habit. Usually it takes 21 days to form a habit. I mean, some take longer and some less, but still, you know, that's always a goal to help instill a habit in you. And since the goal is to get the right habits so that you have a healthy lifestyle and you're on your way to making your goals a reality, you take those 21 days and focusing on these different areas of fitness, you're going to start forming habits 
an awareness about the different aspects of fitness that you may have forgotten about. So it's a great way to jumpstart a program or just to get yourself out of a rut or just to say, you know what, just tell me what to do. I don't want to think about it. And just a few last little things here. Um, if you've listened to me for a while, you know I kind of go up and down with some sinus issues. And I'm sorry, today was just not a good one. Um, so apologize if I sound kind of stuffy. Um, also, make sure that you either hit the blog, fitgirlguide.blogspot.com, and click on the link for the Quick Fit Club Reboot Survey uh, to give your input on that, just a few quick questions. And also, if you are signed up for the newsletter, and you can do that on the Fitness Makeover page, then you will know exactly when Quick Fit Club is ready to reboot because I'll be sending out the emails. So make sure you're signed up for that so you can know when you can jump in on that and start the new program. As usual, I have more in the works than I have time in the day, so things usually take a little bit longer than I want them to, but we are going to get them done. Um, there's a whole another section of courses that we're developing for motivation, nutrition, and training uh, in addition to the Quick Fit Club. Actually, it's separate from that. So anyways, as you can see, a lot of things going on I'm real excited about. I just want to get them finished so that um, you can enjoy them. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.